You are listening to the Embrace Running Podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Elena, and this is episode number 225 for August 14th, 2017. Hey, what's going on? We're here to keep the running going, I guess. Or bring it back, I guess. Bring it back. Um, plan for today, just a couple, catch up on us, what's going on. Um, Checking on our training. We are not that far off from <laughs> from a marathon, I guess. Um, go over you, a- you guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in denial. I'm in denial. Um, A couple, just quick news stories that we want to talk about and then kind of two really brief race recaps uh first one will be just kind of we did ragnar tahoe we're not we've talked about it in length before so or at length um so i don't know what we're going to say about that one and then we did a a 5k a superhero 5k mm-hmm. kind of a low-key one but we'll we'll talk about that so i i don't know where those will go but we'll, we'll see and um that is the plan for today so let's kind of get into what's going on with us um how's your running life going it's going okay i think it's uh making a comeback um <laughs> kind of hit a, a a lull i guess um not really sure why but yeah i mean it was i guess a little inconsistent um and getting more consistent which is good because mm-hmm. like you said we have a marathon not that far away we actually have berlin marathon next month so uh now or never in terms of being consistent um, haven't been feeling the greatest just health wise, but I think that's, uh, turning the corner. So starting to get some longer runs in. I was actually able to do a 16 mile long run and a 14 mile, well, 14 mile first, and then a 16 mile long run then did 13 miles over the weekend. So getting to, to add some mileage again, I feel like it's, it's, it's been a while that I've been doing the longer runs. Um, yeah, just kind of getting back into trying to get back into marathon training. I know there isn't a lot of time left between now and Berlin, but then we do also have another marathon at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of focusing more towards that. Um, although it's only a few months until that one too. So right. yeah, but yeah, um, pretty much what's been going on with me. Been riding the bike a little bit. Haven't been really doing anything else in terms of cross training, but hey, getting more consistent with running and riding the bike, I'll take that. So okay. yeah, how about you? Uh, very, very similar story, I guess. Just slowly getting back to the consistency. Um, definitely not going to be really ready for Berlin in any way, shape, or form that I'm going to be happy with. So it's just going to be what it is. Um, wasn't going to plan on, you know, going for a PR or anything anyways, because it's, you know, we're basically flying halfway around the world and it's a, a vacation and a trip and sightseeing. So um, it's basically just going to get through the race and then enjoy enjoy the race and the spectacle of what it is um berlin marathon it's one of the world marathon majors um and then kind of check out germany and have some fun with that so not going to be in great shape for that but like you said we have another marathon in december which will be our last one of the year and i'm kind of looking at berlin as a stepping stone to that one right along with some other i guess the good thing about getting ready for that one which cim in december um we have several races kind of locked in the schedule that will definitely help us get ready for that so Mm -hmm. Um, I'll be, if nothing else, forced in a lot of ways to be more prepared for that one. So I'm not, not too worried about it, not getting too crazy about it or anything like that. Um, I think that's about it that's going on. Not much else. Some, I was trying to think of gear, um, putting some new, new, some miles and some new hokas, but I'll, I'll save that one until I get a few more runs mm-hmm. into talking about that one. Um, other I, than that, go ahead. I'm say, I'm, we're testing some new shoes, which I can't really talk about, but that also makes it a little exciting because when you get a new pair of shoes, you're like, oh, let me try these out. <laughs> you know, so I think I took them out for like a, a one mile run mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, they feel okay. And then the next day I did, you know, what you shouldn't do and did a 16 mile long run in them, but they were fine. So it's just kind of funny, but you know, new shoes, new gear kind of gets you excited to get out the door. Yeah. I haven't been doing too much shopping when it comes to running gear. So, um, nothing exciting i guess on that front i guess okay here's the weird thing that i've been doing so i I'll, I'll share weird things um i always run with calf sleeves and i've done that for i don't wow. know how many years now basically every single run every single race i wear calf sleeves and i think in dealing with the summer heat and it was about a month ago month and a half ago or something like that i decided to stop wearing calf sleeves um on Except for long runs. I'm, I'm still going to wear them on long runs, but short runs, I've just kind of ditched them mm-hmm. and um, feels weird. <laughs> it's like I'm running with naked legs. This is so weird, but um, it is kind of weird when you're just used to wear, wearing them all the time. Um, I don't think I'm missing anything. Um, I don't feel any detrimental effects or I don't feel my calves, you know, in any worse shape, but these are all short runs that I'm doing kind of uh, without them. So, um, and what, like I said, what mainly drove me to that was just... 
it was too hot and i feel like i have to grab 16 million things to go out for a run and it was just one less thing to grab sometimes so i've kind of enjoyed freeing myself from that so um we'll see how that goes as time goes on but i'm still gonna wear them for you know when i do marathons or halves or long runs i think i'm still gonna go with it my long run this weekend i wore them so um yeah but a slight change a little bit weird Mm -hmm. mixing things up i guess so all right shall we jump into some stories i guess Mm -hmm. um let's start off with um one from a couple weeks ago but we wanted to just kind of mention it uh san francisco marathon which is race kind of close to home that neither one of us has ever done (laughs) Someday. Someday. We always get questions on that. But yeah. um someday we will do it. It's yeah. <laughs> when a bunch of you guys come to do it, let us know and then we'll do it. <laughs> well, it's interesting because and I'm kinda of going off on a tangent. Um I know lots of people have done San Francisco Marathon. I haven't had anybody come up to me and say, You totally should do the San Francisco Marathon. So um since nobody has talked me into it, I guess I just won't do it actually it's probably been the opposite way people say don't bother but um but yeah so i guess they got some some flack on this year's race because of the metal um that they had it was mm-hmm. a two-sided metal kind of a cool looking metal but I, I guess the issue was that on the metal it said full marathon mm-hmm. right it actually said 26.2 miles and then below that said full marathon yeah which is kind of weird it's super redundant actually it's that's redundant but then the issue was that why did it say full marathon? Because why wouldn't you say marathon? marathon? And I don't really remember having medals that say full marathon in the past. So slightly weird. Obviously, the half marathon medal says half marathon, but that's that's what it is. But um, yeah, I mean, it wasn't a big deal or anything. But they just kind of a lot of people kind of almost snickering at it in a way, right? Online, kind of in social like, media why? and stuff like that, just seems silly. And I will say it's kind of out of the ordinary. So I don't know if that was just to kind of make all their metal, their medals match for all their different distance distances. So, um, I mean, looking at their five k medal, okay, not as not as bad or as weird as weird. the full marathon. It does say three point one miles, and then below that says five kilometer. Yeah, it's like just why? Like why? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. It it almost seems like the person in charge of the medals this year was not a runner. Yeah, it actually does have that feel. So like, let me just. Yeah, like, hey, Bob, out. you're in the in charge of the medals. Uh, okay, I'll you know I've never run a five k or a marathon or anything, but uh, I'll do it. And they googled it, and then <laughs> somehow like, that became they, the medals. Yeah, they're like twenty six point two pounds. Oh, let me see. That's a full marathon. I mean, I could see. I think on the half marathon, it's thirty point one miles. Half marathon. That makes that makes more sense to me mm-hmm. because half marathon. That's I mean, that's a term you use all the time, but yeah. you don't really use full marathon all the time. It's just marathon. You know, it, it's how come it doesn't say forty two k? the only thing I will say in their defense is I probably say it a lot in talking to people. And I say it, I'm sure a lot on this podcast is I do refer to marathons as I call them a full. I'm doing a full. Interesting. Like, um, yeah, yeah. you know, we're going to go to Cincinnati. We're doing the half on the Saturday and the full, and then we're doing the full on the Sunday. Yeah. So, which we're not actually doing, but yeah. Okay. I just made stuff up. Yeah, oh yeah. We're doing the 5k. Yeah. Up. You're like adding mileage. <laughs> But you get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to... Like, oh, I'm doing Goofy. I'm going to do the yeah. half on Saturday and the full yeah. on Sunday, right? Going to Disney World, I'm doing the full. Yeah. So I, I do say that all the time, so I don't right. know if people have an issue but, with that. But, but, but on the metal... Right. It's yeah, different. it's kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. So um, not a big deal. I'm not yelling nah. at him or anything like that. It was just kind of a conversation starter right. uh, online more than anything else. So Yeah. Um, Speaking of Cincinnati, we have been making plans for... We have for been. that for that trip, yeah, and gonna, we do know what we're actually running, what we're signed up for. Believe it or not, yes, yeah, so. we're doing the mile on Friday, the five k, and the ten k on Saturday, and the full on Sunday. We're doing the marathon <laughs> on Sunday. Yeah, it's funny. I didn't even mention because you know we were actually booking going off on another tangent. We were booking travel plans. It's been a crazy travel week with issues and stuff like that. But um, yeah, we had booked a hotel for Cincinnati the day or even probably before we registered for the race, mm-hmm. and then we decided to change hotels. And so mm-hmm. we changed hotels, booked another hotel and went ahead and booked our flights. Mm-hmm. And then probably about 16 hours later, we got an email from the airlines that our flights were changed. Yeah. Like, we just booked these flights right. and our direct flights went to non-direct flights. And yeah. So we had to go through and cancel flights and book new flights and um, quite a mess. So um, yeah, flying pigs off to an interesting start, if nothing else. But, yeah. yeah. That's something else to train for. I, I feel like I should start a training plan now. <laughs> yeah. Well, for I that. mean. I mean, since we're kind of on the subject, it's interesting that, 
in terms of traveling to races, you know, the, one of the reasons we, we changed our hotel with, well, let me take a step back, I guess you could say, you know, when it comes to traveling out of town for races, you know, you're going to make a weekend out of it or something. You got to mm-hmm. book a hotel. And um, usually I think we do a pretty good job of kind of committing to races early. And so we can book hotels early. Right. And so obviously the, the, the sooner you can book a hotel, the, the cheaper it's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the time, unless you get some type of last minute deal or something like that. Um, when you do races, there's always like an official hotel partner for the race. You know, there'll be a specific code or a link to a page and it's, you know, you're registering under the, the marathon group and it's a mm-hmm. designated rate. And I would say about, I think about 50% of the time, the hotel rooms that I book just in advance, super early end up being cheaper than the official race prices. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. um, we've had that happen several times, lots of times. For I just, lots of different races. Yeah. Yeah. You know, um, the nice thing with the official hotel or if there's multiple, you know, the, they're usually kind of close to the race or it's the same location of the expo, which is super convenient if you're going in for a half, you know, traveling for half or full. But many times I've been able to just get cheaper rates, um, just kind of booking on my own, assuming you can do it early enough. If it's last minute, then those official race discounts or official race rates end up being pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but don't just assume that that's the best deal you can get on a hotel or anything like that, or even that it's necessarily that cheap. I've, I've actually seen where it's basically the same if you just book straight up through the hotel versus through like their race code. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make a difference. The and only... sometimes you actually have a little bit more options in terms of the type of room you're staying in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's kind of limited to like this and, and that's it. Um, the one big advantage that you sometimes get with the official kind of hotel deal is a lot of times it comes with a late checkout, which if you can get a guaranteed checkout, that's a big deal for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Um, because if you're going to a race and you got to, you know, the race is on Sunday and you're going to travel home, whether by car or by plane or whatever, um, and you want to be able to go back to your hotel room afterwards, depending on how fast you run and what time the, the full marathon starts. I said full marathon. Um, yeah, you've been saying full a lot, actually. <laughs> I don't know if you're doing it on purpose. Or... I wasn't until oh, now. Okay. But, um, you know, without a late checkout, you know, you might you might not be able to get back to your hotel room in time. Um, and the problem with the race weekend is everybody going to the hotel, you know, everybody wants a late checkout. Um, so it's, you know, the hotel usually can only accommodate so many people. Right. So I think the big advantage of going through the official kind of race discounts, uh, the hotel discounts through the race is that sometimes they get your late checkout. Sometimes they don't. Um, I'd say most of the time that that's still not included, but that mm-hmm. can be an advantage. It's actually one of the reasons we changed our hotel um, in Cincinnati was to get a basically a late, a late checkout yep. kind of upfront. I think it's supposed to be guaranteed, but you know, let's put guaranteed in with a little quotation. Yeah. Quotation marks. So, um, anything else on hotels? We kind of just went off to a random topic topic that we didn't plan on talking about. But. No, but since we're talking about flying pig, um, yeah. Uh, I know we've blamed uh, Forbes for it. And, His fault. Uh, yeah, and he takes full responsibility, so we appreciate that. <laughs> we'll continue to blame you. But um, we actually heard from somebody who uh, decided to to join us out there. To, um, mm-hmm. Abel, actually, he said um, Flying Pig was actually the first race he ever wanted to run. Um, and every year, like, you know, something's always kind of come up. And so he said after the, the couple podcasts ago, he decided to go ahead and just uh, sign up for the half. So he'll be out there um, joining us. Yeah. yeah. And he said he's blaming us, right? Yep. Yeah, and so. we blame Forbes. So it's yeah. really all. It's, we Forbes. just pass it on. I, I think yeah. it, yeah, it's just more people yeah, to blame all, Forbes. Yeah, exactly. So. It just all goes back to him. <laughs> all righty. Well, let's circle back around, get to some other stories here. Let's talk about animals and running, I guess. Um, uh, <laughs> a crazy story of a, a runner got attacked by a hawk. Yeah. Which is. Um, In England. Yeah. He said he felt a big whack and he thought it was like somebody like gonna mug him or something like that and turns out it was a hawk and his head was bloodied and he has we'll we'll link to uh the story because you, you might want well, you, you to you might want to see this picture i think you should see the picture yeah and it's just these two just big gashes that are about six inches long mm-hmm. on his on his scalp it's just crazy yeah, I can't said, imagine how much that would hurt be, oh my god i'd be so freaked out but i mean um, like the impact and then just the actual like lacerations. Oh my gosh. Um, you sent me the link and I was like, runner attacked by a hawk. Why? I'm like, what? Who, who cares? And then I, as soon as I opened the link, I was like, holy crap. Yeah. Like, I knew when crazy. you looked at the picture as soon as your response. That is so crazy. But yeah. And we've talked about like runners being attacked by birds before. And 
I think usually it's more of like a protective, like you're close to their nest or their territory or something like that. But they're not really sure what was going on with this hawk, but they actually don't think it was a a wild bird of prey. They think it was um, somebody who just got away from his, what do they call it, a falconer? And mm-hmm. they're just trying to find his, his way back. So, yeah. ouch. So if you're if you want to see the picture, check out the link in the show notes, yeah. and you can see that. Um, if all right. you don't, don't click on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's right there. It's, it's not gory or anything. It's just kind of a trippy photo. Um, I guess the biggest thing going on in running right now was uh, just concluded the IAF World Championships uh, mm-hmm. over in London. So, kind of some of the top things out of there. Amy Cragg, kind of a big story. She does an awesome job and takes third place in the marathon. So. Um, big congrats to her um makes me excited for what's to come with her in the in the marathon distance yeah i mean it's it's a well i mean the championships were actually a very good championships for the for the u.s and so mm-hmm. um a lot yeah. of success and things to be excited about but um yeah the marathon you know w- w- the u.s kind of struggles on that world stage so it's it's pretty awesome that she gets third place um and i know chicago is going to be an interesting with one with some other people but um yeah, so she does that. Uh, Emma Coburn um, ends up winning the uh, three thousand meter staple chase. Um, staple chase. Staple chase. Um, Not stapler. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Frerichs ends up taking silver. So Americans go one two, which is mm-hmm. insane. Yeah, unheard of um, in the steeple chase. And that's probably uh, if you want to go back and see highlights from the world championships. That's probably the race that you want to go back and see. It's mm-hmm. pretty exciting. Um, race i mean a very awesome finish so i won't say too much about that but um it's probably the one you want to check out um i know also uh, jenny simpson ended up getting silver medal in the 1500 meters mm-hmm. um mo, mo farah kind of going uh kind of global here um kind of gets upset and doesn't get the win in his race and then probably the big disappointment was just usain bolt um in his events in his events yeah. which we were watching Both individual like, and ah! relay yeah yeah um so, so some not some great finishes to some careers, um, <laughs> in that regard. But, um, but yeah, I mean, a good meet for Americans and some exciting stuff. Like I said, go back and check out the uh, the steeplechase because it's probably worth a watch. Anything else yeah, you want to say? And it's not it's not super long to watch. No. So yeah, you don't have to watch a whole marathon. <laughs> Thankfully, they run really fast. So <laughs> yeah. you know these events. Although they go by. don't look it, but they do. They look like they're just out, like just you know, casual little run. But anyway, yeah, the overhead, the overhead shots, they just look like they're, you know, plodding along, I guess. Um, the side shots yeah, look a like, little bit quicker. Yeah, but, that's um, true. Yeah. And the steeplechase is just a weird event to begin with, I guess. We were talking about that while it was airing. So, all righty. Um, let's move on and let's kind of jump into our two little mini race recaps, I guess. Um, mini again, huh? Mini, mini. That's, that's, that's the kind of the recaps. theme. Um, Eventually, we, we'll have a non mini race recap. When we. After we run Berlin, that will probably be one whole episode dedicated to Berlin. So it will we'll call not that be a mini. Our, it's not going to be a mini. That's going to be, be a, the full, full <laughs> race recap. Full race recap. Um, all right, let's talk about Ragnar Tahoe. Um, we're not going to like go super detailed because if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, you've heard us talk about it because this was our fourth time at Tahoe, third time at this location mm-hmm. for Tahoe. Yep. So kind of old hat to us. So maybe we'll just talk a little bit about maybe what was different, how we did, anything unique, crazy. I mean, not really. I don't know where we're going to take this. Um, I, I'd say one thing that was kind of unique this year uh, compared to years before is there was a major fire mm-hmm. close to the area. Not, I mean, not, I don't know how to. Not like right there. Not right there, yeah. but like definitely where smoke could be affecting mm-hmm. the air quality. And so I know they were sending out a lot of updates like a couple of days at a time. And there was definitely people that were concerned about what the air quality would be like and if it would affect, you know, health-wise, people with asthma, things like that. So um, I know when we drove out there the day before, um, I think we saw a little bit of like smoke out in the distance, but yeah. I didn't, nothing noticeable where we were, um, you know, I get, I get asthma sometimes for just exercise induced or when I'm, you know, have a cold or something. So I would feel it, you know, if that was an issue mm-hmm. and I didn't feel anything. I mean, even when it's really dusty in years past when we've been riding our Tahoe, I've had to use inhalers and stuff and it wasn't an issue this time. But I know that was something new going into it that's had some people concerned. And I think it actually might have kept a couple of teams from actually going out there because they were oh, concerned really? about it. Yeah. Although yeah. I think it ended up being a non-issue. Yeah, I was going to say like totally non-factor completely. That was my one thing about okay. that was different ahead of time. Um, <laughs> the the one thing I was going to say is um the kind of the layout of what we call the village which is you know people camp obviously for this one and you have the the village which is where you know 
you come in and out for the timing. That's where the food is at. That's where all the sponsor booths are at. They kind of move things around. So it was a different way out than previous years. Mm-hmm. And I know when we got there on Thursday, Thursday, night, right? yeah. Um, Events Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I kind of looked around. I said, oh man, this is going to be, it's not good. It's too small. It's too, you know, it's just too kind of shoved into the, you know, small area and, um, kind of like the smoke turned out to be a non-issue and I was completely wrong on that. I didn't have any, I think it was probably like a smaller area for the village, yeah. but I had no issues think, with that. I think it was a little tighter quarters, but not enough for it to be a problem. Yeah. And I think the actual location where it was was a little bit more centralized mm-hmm. than what it has been the last right. couple of years. So, so some of that I thought was going to be bad turned out to be fine. Um, and then where they kind of had their timing where kind of you go in and out as you pass off to other runners right behind there, there's an area where you kind of, you watch basically televisions and it has, um, the screens of runners that are coming in. So there's mm-hmm. a timing mat at quarter mile to go and they have the screens that show you when your person comes across at a quarter mile to go. Um, that area was actually bigger. There was actually more room. There was more screens, I think, than in past years and more shade. Mm-hmm. So ended up that being a big plus in, in my book. Um, other than that, the course was pretty much the same as in past years. Red was a little bit longer, mm-hmm. um, but basically the same. Yeah, no so, major changes there. Yeah. Um, weather was, I'd say, pretty much... Similar to what it's been in years past, it gets it definitely gets warm. But I think know, it's much cooler than than last year. You think so? I thought so. Hmm. It so, could I mean, also be I didn't run in the hottest part. Yeah, of the day, I was going to so. say. Um, yeah, I mean, not that I mean, cools off at night, not freezing. You know, pretty warm during the day if you're running right smack in the middle of the day. Um, we had been worried that there would have there would be snow still, because mm-hmm. when I had been up there a couple of weeks before, there was still snow and. I think there was like the tiniest couple of little patches that were not an issue. Um, and then we were also worried that because of all the snow melt, if the trails were going to be really muddy, which they ended up not being really muddy, but they did end up being less dusty than they were in years past, mm-hmm. probably because of that. So that was nice. Uh, more mosquitoes, I think, than years past. Um, I used, you know, the repellent whatever spray and I still got bit like, I don't know, seven or eight times, which is unusual for me. I think I got the most mosquito bites out of the whole team which is really rare for me so that was not fun but yeah. you know whatever I, I it used, is what it is maybe I, used, I need to move faster i don't know <laughs> you were running too slow <laughs> yeah. um i used tons of spray and i might have gotten bitten once i think i got one bite that was it yeah see that's insane and, and mosquitoes i mean normally, that's awesome but that's yeah <laughs> you're like mad um and yeah. mosquitoes normally love me so i you know um other than kind of choking on the spray half the time um, from right. putting so much on <laughs> well it's funny because you tell because you know everybody's Somebody's already getting ready to go on the team. Yeah. So somebody's always putting spray on. So you can just tell when like that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Oh, uh, something else that was a little different. They did have a porta potty actually on red loop and one yeah. on yellow, which yeah. they normally don't. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of nice. I yeah. did end up using one of those and it was like perfectly placed. I was so happy. Um, so yeah, kind of nice just to, to have those up, out there, especially with red being what, like seven and a half miles, which doesn't seem like a super long run, but when you're... You know, it's, at elevation and you're climbing. It's, you know, it's, it's not a flat seven. It's not miles. an easy trail run. Yeah. Um, for and a you're lot running of at random times of day. Yeah. So for you know a lot of people, not for a lot of people. I don't know a lot of people. Um, for some people, you don't know red, a lot of people. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Know, I don't know anybody. <laughs> I don't have any friends. <laughs> uh, uh, red Red Loop for for you know slower runners, if you want to say, um, could be a two hour two hour run. Yeah. I mean, could I mean the hottest part of the day? You could have gone over two hours right, probably right. pretty easily so yeah um, having a bathroom out there is probably a welcome sight to yep. a lot of people and i think red was like dead no was it red or yellow dead, Ye- yellow dead was middle. yellow was dead middle dead i think middle, yeah like mile three so yep. yeah that was kind of cool welcome yeah. change yeah one eight station on red one on yellow no problem there mm-hmm. coupless which is well advertised ahead of time yeah you know that so again. yeah um i mean other than that i think my first run which was kind of in the heat of the day it was kind of rough and I didn't drink as much as I should because I, I took tailwind with me and I mixed it a little too strong. And so then I could like barely like drink it because I was like, ugh, too strong. And that was my own doing. That was my own fault for just not paying attention. So I ended up drinking like hardly anything. So I was, I totally gassed out like towards the end and ended up walking like a lot of the flat section. Um, but then the other two legs that I ran, I actually felt pretty good considering. So I had fun on both of those. No major issues. Did not fall. <laughs> just want to throw that out there. Um, make sure everybody knows that. Yeah. So I had, I had a pretty good time out there. Pretty good, pretty good runs. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, I know we're not spending tons of time on it, but that's pretty Mm -hmm. much all I had to say about my individual, you know, race, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. 
Anything you wanted to say about your individual? Um, yeah, I mean, I was, you know, not going into it in great shape. Um, been was struggling with the back. My Achilles been an issue, so I was actually super worried about how the weekend. I was actually really worried about my back was going to be killing me. Um, definitely made sure I took some anti-inflammatories leading up to the race, so um, I really wanted to start off well. Ended up having a really good race, which I have no explanation for. So, mm-hmm. um, actually ran two of the legs faster than I did last year. One of the legs, I was slower, but it was a little bit longer. So it's kind of hard to. So pace wise, it still would have pace been wise, probably faster I think or I ended, same. No, I ended up being slower by like, oh. I think it was nine or 10 seconds a mile. Oh, which, oh but it was longer. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah. um, I mean, I'll still say I ran it a little bit slower, but I mean, it was basically, let's call, I would just call that even, but, um. I mean, overall, based on my expectations, I had a fantastic race. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't, you know, necessarily kill any times or anything like that, but um, I was super happy with how it went. My back basically didn't start bothering me until my last leg. Thank and goodness. It didn't start hurting until half mile to go on my final leg, which I was like, my back's really starting to hurt and I don't care because I'm done. So right, whatever. Half a mile. So yeah. whatever. So I was like, yeah, starting to hurt, but super happy in like a really weird way. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so I had... Um, a surprisingly good race. Uh, we didn't have to do any extra legs this year, which mm-hmm. made it a little bit easier. Basically, a full team. Um, we had a really good team. Yeah, we had an awesome team. We had um, kind of one person who's kind of a, a usual teammate of ours. <laughs> Any, anytime we go to Ragnar, we kind of drag him along. Um, we had some some new people out of uh, NorCal area, and then we had a, a, one person from Philadelphia, one person from New York come out and run mm-hmm. on the team. So um, overall, I think as a team, I, I know we had a blast everything everybody was super cool and yeah most people didn't know each other yeah i mean like like i knew everybody to some extent but not even that well but we all just ended up actually meshing really well just really fun mm-hmm. personalities just out there having a good time super supportive yeah yeah and no extra legs no extra, yeah, <laughs> we exactly. were happy about right. that <laughs> exactly we we're in a better mood than normal yeah like yeah. oh i don't have to run four or five times right this is fantastic. well and it was nice getting up there like the day before and having yeah. like most of the team like having a meal together the day yeah. before and then just hanging it. We did have a cabin, mm-hmm. um, which I really recommend for this particular race because if you plan it correctly, you can get one within walking distance of the actual venue. I do not recommend you so. get a cabin because <laughs> I do not want to have any hard time getting another cabin next year. Yeah, so. but I mean, it just works out really well, you know, and, it, and then you have a just that, that place to just hang out, you know, yeah. afterwards and in, during and after and whatever. And then when you're done with the race, we had, you know, like a team meal back at the cabin and all that. Some of us stayed until the next day. Some people actually drove out to um, some casinos, like what, like an hour away or something <laughs> yeah. like that. So yeah, there's you know different options, but it was it was a lot of fun. Um, we actually had one teammate who uh, ran two of her legs uh, barefoot. Um, she just <laughs> on purpose. She she just runs barefoot. Yeah, so, she runs barefoot. Yeah, so of course it kind of blew all of our minds. And you know, like I think once that was known, um, there was many questions to come after that <laughs> from lots of people. Um, I mean, all in good fun, but just really right. just genuinely interested. Yeah. And I think she did a pretty good job of not getting irritated with, with the <laughs> questions but yeah that was that was pretty interesting so uh yeah a fun event it was a fun event yeah yep i i think probably the most fun we've had at tahoe um yeah i think so i mean it, it also helps when you don't have to pick up extra legs well when you don't have to pick up extra <laughs> legs but I, you know like we honestly at this point know the trails right right extremely extremely yeah. well um you more so than me maybe because you go out and do the like preview runs and stuff too but yeah um like I feel like I know these these particular legs like the back of my hand and like I know exactly what's coming and you know what's going on and right. so um it makes it easier because you don't have to degree. worry about that part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you pretty much know what you're getting yourself into, you know, yeah, you know what the trails are like. Yeah. And yeah. I'm still having enough fun that I'm not like, oh, I'm bored, it's the same trail that I just ran last year or anything like that. It's right, still right. a fun event and yeah. um the tra- the trails are are nice and the views are nice enough to still enjoy them. Yeah, and the nice thing having the cabin, we ate pretty well through the whole yeah. thing. We actually had a lot of yep. food, so. Yeah, and it's, it's nice having a shower, so. Yeah, showers are, yeah. are not overrated whatsoever. Yep. All right, um, so that's our recap of Ragnar. Like I said, if you want more details, you're going to have to dig back into the archive and listen to some some previous years. Mm-hmm. Or, like I said, when it comes to Ragnar Tahoe, I, I think we're pretty much experts. So if you ever decide to do the race next year or anything like that and you got questions, just shoot us an email and we mm-hmm. can just address that directly because we know everything about it. So Yeah, a couple of um, previous episodes for this venue specifically, episode 173, Ragnar Tahoe's back, and then 204, running Ragnar Tahoe, uh, in case you wanted to get more details so. about. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on to the other race that we did, um, which we did a week after Tahoe. Did it really? 
was the I week after? think so. Oh, that sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> but I could be wrong on that, so don't quote me. Um, so we went to Six Flags Discovery Kingdom, which is in Vallejo, California, mm-hmm. kind of in the northern part of the Bay Area. Um, and Previously did... known as Marine World. <laughs> yeah. We might refer to it <laughs> yeah. as Marine World because for those of us that have been in the Bay Area for forever, um, we knew it way, way, way back when it was just kind of an animal park thing mm-hmm. called Marine World. Yep. Africa, USA. Before Discovery Kingdom took over. Yeah. And, yeah. Which had really, really cheesy and weird commercials that before we did this race, I actually spent some, <laughs> I probably wasted 30 <laughs> minutes on YouTube going through, you know, 20, I'm trying to think, 30 year old commercials um, for the old thing. Uh, that sounds about right. Which kind of took me back to, you know, my childhood memories, but um, but I digress. Um, so yeah, so we went out there to do this Superhero 5K Um we signed up for this because a friend of yours did it last year and said it was fun. And so we said, eh, whatever, you know, we're, we're really tough to talk into races. So, of mm-hmm. course, we went out and did it. So, um, yeah, it's a 5K race. That was it. Um, I, don't, I don't know how to start with this thing at all. Um, so one of, the, one of the things that, aside from somebody saying, hey, you should do it, <laughs> um, other thing that kind of got us to do it was that in your registration fee well, hang on let me just okay. say in case i didn't make it i mean six flags are all over the country but it's basically like a theme park so roller coasters and oh yeah, yeah typical right, right that kind of stuff and then they also have the animal, like animal kind shows of, yeah, that yeah kind concessions of so, yeah, yeah I, I know six flags is all over with parks but i just wanted to clarify that just in case yeah. you're not near one or never heard of one so so this race takes place in and around this particular yeah, park yeah, yeah. um okay, go back so think like saying. disney but at a different type of park and yeah, let's not characters. think too much like Disney because it's pretty <laughs> far characters. from Disney. But no, so um, what was included in the registration fee was aside from the five k race itself, you got a cape. Mm-hmm. It was um, this this year the superhero five k was Wonder Woman themed, mm-hmm. so you got a cape, um, a finisher's medal. Um, it included parking for the park, which as anybody who's gone to amusement parks recently knows that that could be a pretty good chunk of money. I think it was like 20 or $25 or something. I, I yeah, no something idea. like that. Um, actual park entrance, mm-hmm. which is really nice, which yes. is not in Disney. But anyways, um, and then a post-race breakfast. So we're like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. You so know, we'll, I, we'll do that. Yeah. I, th- I think we ended up paying around $65. Yeah. Which is it's, really expensive for just a 5K. Right. But I think the big hook is that it includes park admission, which if you just went to the park and paid for one day admission i don't even know what it costs but, it's at least 65 dollars, um, and that's yeah. not including parking so right now you can buy a ticket for 45 dollars. oh okay there you go um online so, so if you add the parking there's ticket. like 60 so yeah yeah so, so basically, so basically you got the race for free right by getting to go to the park. and breakfast for yeah, free right so i think part of the and hook, cape and and I, well i don't care about the cape but uh, I, although, some people might care about the cape although you didn't get to choose your colors the cape they had red blue and Gold. gold yeah yeah um but yeah the big hook i think is like hey come on do a 5k you get your free parking and then you get your free park admission mm-hmm. um the other hook was you actually got to get into the park early uh-huh so we actually went into the park for breakfast and then there was i think the park opened at 10 30 for the general public yeah and at 9 30 they opened two rides your Wonder Woman ride, and I think it's their jo- Joker coaster or something No, it was like a that. Super, Superman. Superman yeah. coaster um, just for people that did the race. So right. that's the other thing is like, hey, you get an hour of, you know, you can just go over there and do these rides. So did I miss anything? Mm-mm. I know you started that one, but. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Um, there was not a whole lot of. People? Pre- oh. No, pre-race communication. <laughs> no. I know even just a couple of days before we were like, um, we did sign up for this, right? You know, we checked. We're like, okay, we better print out our registration uh, information just in case and like i haven't gotten like a pre-race email or anything right and i don't think we got one until was it the day before um we got one the night so it's kind of funny the night before the race we're kind of just sitting around and going oh yeah we got the race tomorrow and it was funny because when we first signed up for it we were like oh we should tell some people you know we should tell some friends um yeah we can have a whole group i'm like yeah this would be fun we go we do the 5k and we go hang out at the park all day and you know considering it was like hey it was like 65 but i think we screwed up and we could have done it for 60 but we waited too long right instead of being 65 Um, yeah but yeah we could tell people like even if they're not like hardcore runners you come out and you do the 5k and then you just hang out at the park all day and it's a pretty good deal and we should you know we should tell everybody about this we're gonna do that okay 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 Mm -hmm. and then the night before we realized like oh we didn't tell anybody yeah like wait who oh yeah we kind of just dropped the ball on that yeah like i I told nobody about this thing um, I think I texted a couple people the day before. I said, "Hey, we're gonna do this <laughs> tomorrow," and they're like, "Have fun." <laughs> um, but yeah, so we were talking about it that night, and then 
it was like yeah the realization like oh we got like no information we don't know what the heck's going on There's, is there a particular like, lot really... we're supposed yeah, to park that, at that do we go through questions. a particular entrance yeah. is there your drop because if we're, if we're thinking of going into the park right after uh, do we bring a change of clothes do we have a bag to bring in like what you know all these questions and we're like okay so, so yes in the night before we get we an email wait yeah like must have been like 8 or 9 p.m or mm-hmm. something um get an email from somebody and i think it just had some instructions about the parking and that was basically like if you have any questions let us know type of thing yeah um, see you tomorrow and whoever sent it i don't know <laughs> actually included like their phone number so um oh yeah yeah like call or text or something if any questions yeah. or something like that so that kind of yeah. gave us the easy info for the parking thing um can I just skip ahead to like going in in the morning? Mm-hmm. So yeah, we go in the morning, you know, we go to parking, no problem. Um, free race park, free parking was basically you just drive into the place. There was nobody working the, the kiosks. The yeah. Kiosks, yeah. So the they had one lane open so for like, you to yeah, drive just through. Drive in. Yeah. Um, didn't really know where to park. I just parked where everybody else seemed to be parking. It wasn't that many people. Mm-hmm. Um, we were super curious about the gear check thing. I was like, because yeah, we were going to go to the park and I, we were like, we were going to change, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. I saw some people walking towards the race with bags. We're like, but maybe they're not participating. Didn't. Oh, because um, you could actually buy a spectator ticket. Yeah. And just basically go. to get everything other than like the race itself, but to be able yeah. to enter the park early and have the breakfast and all that. So so I went back to that email that we got the night before and there was a phone number. So I just texted whoever the person was on the phone. I'm like, hey, is there a gear check? Um, and I did get a response. Unfortunately, I already walked over there and stuff right. without a bag or anything. And they said, yeah, just, you know. I think they said yes. Come and to the bring it to like the registration tables or something like that. Something like that. I'm actually yeah. checking if I still have the text. Oh, it, they responded yes. Bring to registration. Yeah, but we were already like there, yeah. and it was about a half mile walk, I think, from the car. Yeah. To the registration area, so yeah, but there, um, there was no gear check. Um, no, I think it was lockers. just a matter. I think if we would have, I guess, maybe asked somebody to hold my yeah, bag, and then maybe they would have. But yeah, they did have lockers that you know are like theme park lockers mm-hmm. that you can, I guess, pay. Yeah, I think it was like ten or fifteen know. bucks or something. I don't, I don't know. know. So we didn't do that anyways. But um, yeah, I mean, we we did. We walked over there, went over to the tables. They did have our name. Um, got our capes. Mm-hmm. Like I said, choice of color. Yep, I got red. I got blue. Yep, shock. I know mm-hmm. I got blue. Really. Yeah. Um, and then we just kind of hung around and waited for the start. Mm-hmm. Um, a few people dressed uh in superhero. Yeah fashion yeah, um got, got themed some, out, some wonder some women yeah uh superman batman um those are kind of the majority that we saw mm-hmm. flash yeah yeah um yeah definitely dc comics um people um yeah other than that we were just kind of hanging out um waiting around to figure out what was going on i did see like a kind of a small-ish start arch well it actually said finish oh it did say finish. yeah and we're like okay we're finishing <laughs> there the and then we kind of saw some arrows on the ground where we knew okay we'd be running that way but we weren't sure where the start was yet mm-hmm. so yeah um yeah <laughs> the one thing i will say is you know when we registered it did say superhero 5k race i think and then there was a sign when we got there said superhero fun run i was like wait a minute is this a fun run or a 5k because yeah. to me that's two different things and i was slightly worried but um it was chip timed it was chip timed mm-hmm. and there was chip a, a right race company who actually did the timing yep. so uh, for sure it's a race because i think that's probably the biggest difference between a fun run and an official let's call it a race is sure. probably having timing there but um but yeah eventually we started to see people um hanging out by that finish sign yeah and um, then we kind of realized that there wasn't much many of us not over there we're like oh we should probably make our way over there uh there there was no announcement saying Make your way to... Make your way. Yeah. There was no... Or like, this way, or the start's or over here. good morning, or... Right, or we'll start in five minutes, or... Or anything. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we kind of walked over there, got in there with the crowd at the start slash finish line. Um, to give you an idea of the size, um, I guess this was about 200 people. Mm-hmm. So, very small. 212 finishers, I believe. Which is much yeah. smaller than what I thought it would be, but... Um, and it definitely felt tiny as we were there. Um, felt like, in terms of the number of people, it felt like my local tiny 5k mm-hmm. um so yeah um i don't i forget what do you remember what time the race was supposed to start i want to say like 8 30 okay so let's assume the race started at 8 30 so about 8 35 somebody got on the microphone yeah <laughs> finally said like hey <laughs> i don't know what they said good morning i don't know it was the dj they did have a dj there playing some music um i don't know what else they said that was basically it and then it was and then they sound the horn, and we, we took off. Yeah. 
yeah, super, super low key, not yeah. much information. Um, they didn't say like, hey, welcome, you're going to go run here, here, and here. It was, that was just, you know, there were some markings on the ground and three, two, one, and have at it, guys. Mm-hmm. And that was basically it. And so uh, we took off with the crowd into the park. Mm-hmm. So we ran Started in, right into the park. Into the park. Little uphill right at the beginning. Yeah, it was kind of sucked for a little 5K fun Yeah, run, it's but, like, what the uh, heck? <laughs> Why did they put hills in this theme park? Um, but yeah, basically we ran through the theme park uh, for about a mile, which covers basically the entire theme park. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily the biggest place. Yeah. Um, it was like running through a theme park at 8.30 in the morning when they're closed. Yeah. Um, there was nothing in the theme park. Mm-mm. There was nothing going on. A couple of employees. Um, I did see a giraffe um, sticking its head out over a uh-huh. fence. Yep. Um, that's about all the there was, animals. There's some birds that were kind of going crazy with the crowd. Yeah. I think they were like, what the hell's going on? Yep. Um, um and that's pretty much it. Basically it. Yeah, yeah. Random employees just walking around. Um, yeah, I, I, I think on the last episode in here, maybe a couple of times we mentioned like, oh, maybe this is like a mini Disney. It's pretty super, super far from a Disney, um, race. Actually nothing like what a Disney race is. Um, compared to this, Disney's on like a whole nother level. Granted, Disney charges a whole nother level of pricing. And doesn't let and you in the park after. doesn't give you, you know, park admission and doesn't let you in early or anything exactly. like that. So, um, and they don't feed you like we ate. But um, yeah, so totally different it's just different. there. Yeah. Um, we only say a, kind of like a Disney race because it's at a theme park. Right, so that's right. where That's that's where the similarities end pretty yeah. much. Um, yeah, so we did the one mile kind of through the park. It was kind of nice. Knowing that we were going back in the park, I kind of got a little preview of like where we were going to go yeah, yeah. Like, in a couple hours. Yep. But um, so it was a nice little preview. Um, and then we kind of exited the park and headed out towards the parking lot where we basically went out to the parking lot, ran around the parking lot, and then back to the finish line. Mm-hmm. So it was basically a mile in the park and then two miles out in the parking lot. Yeah. And that was... With some hills out in the parking day. lot. Yeah, the parking lot There were some lot decent hills hill. out there. Yeah. This was not a flat, fast 5K. No. Yeah. Um. There was no aid station. There was technically one first aid station, which was a tiny table, a medical person there, and they had a couple of bottles of water, but there was no like giving out water or anything, which is not a big deal. It wasn't hot. Yeah. It's not many people. And so, it was actually pretty overcast, and it was really nice. Yeah. It was yeah. Really nice day for a run, actually. Yeah. But um, yeah, very weird running around a parking lot. Um, I was actually, <laughs> I was like, how oh, should I? We were kind of like running because we ran together. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. Usually when I say we ran together, it means you ran with me. So. <laughs> It's not like I waited yeah. for you. You waited for me. Um, you know, we we're running. I was like, oh, we're like running kind of right by the car. I'm like, should we like, should you want me to run and go get her bag? And like, that way we can change. Yeah. And um, you ended up going back to the car afterwards. But um, that was easily something you could do. Is just pop off at your car if you wanted to mm-hmm. real quick. Get your stuff, drop stuff off, whatever. Um, but yeah, it was basically just head back to the finish line. And that was your superhero 5K. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to say about the actual race or anything. Yeah. Uh, of course, ended up being a little bit short. I mean, I know GPS yeah. isn't like exact, but a little short, which I mean, I'm not. Who cares? I'm, yeah, I'm not crushed about it. Um, yeah, you get through the, the finish line, which is the same little arch that you started through. You got your bottle of water and your metal. Yes. Yeah. Decent sized metal. Yeah. Decent. Yeah. Decent metal for, mm-hmm. you know, kind of the, the price and value that we're talking about. Yeah. Kind of Wonder Woman themed. Mm-hmm. I think we put a picture somewhere. Yeah, and then uh, and then we're like, okay, well, it's a little too early to still go in like to the breakfast area. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to figure out what to do about the bag and changing and stuff. So I decided to head back to the car. So I just I just ran back because I figured <laughs> I forgot about that. yeah I figured I could add a little mileage. So I ran a half mile back and uh, and then a half mile back um, and grabbed her bag with like change of clothes and um. Yeah, and just a couple, like, you know, like an extra hat or whatever, yeah. you know, just to be in the park in the day. So that was kind of funny. I think people were a little thrown off when I was running back towards the car <laughs> and come back. And, but anyway, so so I added, added a mile to, <laughs> to my day. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Um, yeah, and then it was uh, maybe waited a, a few more minutes, waited for um, our friend who had talked us into the race, yeah. you know, and she came through and then made our way over um, to the picnic area, I think yeah. is what it was called where all the, the breakfast was set up and everything, so headed out that way. Yeah, we didn't mention when you picked up your bib or whatever, um, they gave you an envelope that had your general admission ticket. And so post-race, after you get your water or whatever, um, oh, right. you just yeah, entered that. with your general admission ticket, and then they directed us out to the one of their picnic areas, which is like if you're doing like a corporate barbecue Yeah, thing that's there. where you would be. Yeah, so yeah. we went over there, and that's where we were going to get breakfast. And so we had a little 
breakfast buffet type line. Mm-hmm. Like a catered serving setup. line type thing. Yep. Um with the pretty good spread for yeah. a 5K. Yeah, so I mean, I mean it was definitely, you know, one of the things before we did the race it's like, "Oh, it includes breakfast." And I'm like, what do they mean by breakfast? Do right. they mean banana like and water? A banana and a bagel? Yeah. Or do they mean breakfast? But it right. was definitely breakfast. They had scrambled eggs. They had sausage. They had potatoes. Potatoes. They did they have had bagels. bagels. Orange juice. Coffee. Coffee. You could have prepaid for mimosas if you wanted mm-hmm. that. Um, and then there at the picnic area, they actually have soda machines normally, and soda machines were ready to go. So anybody wanted Basically soda. Basically self serve. Yeah. You could just get soda and stuff. Yep. So, I mean, the food was good. It was hot. It tasted good. Um, There's plenty of it. You know, definitely more than just your typical post-race nutrition. Yeah. You know, was, I, I I for sure would say, yes, this was a breakfast yes. that got included. So, yeah. Um, I ate a lot for a 5K. <laughs> yeah, I ate pretty well for a 5K, too. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what we're going to do about lunch, so I'm just going to eat a lot here. Right. So, scarfed it down. Um, yeah, and there was picnic tables, so you could just sit down and hang out. Um, they did have their character show up, their Superman and Wonder Woman that you could take pictures with um, at the finish line. And then they came over to the picnic area afterwards so people could take pictures mm-hmm. um if they wanted to and then um yeah whenever you were done with breakfast you could hang over you could head over to those two rides if you wanted to um the wonder woman and superman coaster whatever they yep. call them yeah and you can kind of hit the wonder up those, woman like lasso of truth or something something and like then, that yeah. I don't know. um and you had basically from 9 30 to 10 30 where you could ride those rides kind of exclusively for the people mm-hmm. that ran the race so that's kind of cool it's really cool yeah and then basically and I'm, i can't handle those rides so yeah i did not go on those rides yeah and yeah. because you don't go on those rides i didn't go on those rides right. so, so no wah, wah, wah. but that's okay that's part of life <laughs> um so yeah we, we basically just hung out and then at 10 30 basically you know we couldn't just roam the park um but at 10 30 we could the park was officially open and you can go wherever and so we checked out the rest of the park and you know we ended up spending a couple hours there and um i definitely got some ice cream i got a funnel cake yeah you had which i'm not cake. proud of <laughs> but i have i can't remember the last time i had funnel cake it's been years i'm sure so yeah um, yeah so yeah we kind of just kind of blew through the park pretty quick because you're not a, like a coaster person and, um we did check out whatever animals were there yeah uh, we went through the butterfly exhibit which is pretty cool mm-hmm. you actually got a butterfly landed on your hat which is pretty funny yeah. and like did not want to let go so yeah almost yeah. almost came home with me almost yeah um yeah, so I mean, it was fun. I mean, I don't think we like are the type of people to take a huge advantage out of the free park admission tickets. Right. But it's also the flip side of that is like without free admission, we probably would not, not have gone. go there yeah. like any time in the next number of years. Right. Until we I was going to say five, yeah, but I don't know. I was going to say 20. Oh, but I don't know. my gosh. Just because, you know, been there lots of times. It's been a long time. But um, but yeah, that was that was the race. It was time. So post race, I mean, at some point. Not that day necessarily, but you can go and um, was time. Yeah, it was so pretty soon, like a day or I think a day results. later or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty quick. No, um, like race photos necessarily, other than if you were taking photos with the uh, the characters. characters, and then they basically give you like the little stub that you would get at an amusement park where you mm-hmm. have to go find your photos and pay for them and that sort of oh, thing. Okay. So, um, what else? Yeah. So no separate like kids run or anything, but mm-hmm. this was all total you know family friendly and inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um. I did hear the year before they had done it kind of the opposite way. You kind of started outside the park and then the last mile uh, yeah. was inside the park. So, And it was, it was know. what was it, Joker theme the year before or something? Yeah. Yeah. So. so I'm sure they'll do the race again next year and it'll probably be some other theme. Yeah. I, I know Discovery Kingdom does at some of their other parks do do races throughout the year. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about them. And I've seen like a coaster run before yeah. in some other yep. parks and stuff. So um, if you're close to a Six Flags, there might be some type of something similar-ish in your neck of the woods. Um I don't know. Anything else you want to say? I mean, I had fun. It was cool. It was different. It was a little like super understated um, of an event. I think they could like really market this a lot better and get it's... a lot more people to go. But I mean, with and then also with some improvements, you know, but like a little bit more pre-race communication and stuff like that. But I think they could make this a bigger event than what it is. I don't know if they want to, right. um, but I think they totally could. I think it's it's well worth um, your money mm-hmm. if... Um, if you're going to go to the park, if you're, gonna to the park. Yeah. if you're really just there to do the race, then I no, would recommend do doing something else. Yeah. But if you really want to take advantage of um, being there at the park, actually invite some people to go with you, <laughs> which I think if we do this in the future, we'll really make an effort to do that. Um, I mean, it could, it ends up being just a really fun day. You know, you start off with the 5k, get a good breakfast and then just hang out at the park, you know, as long as you want to ride whatever rides, et cetera. So I think it's well worth your money if you're going to spend the, the time in the park. 
Yeah, I was going to say, you know, we always say, well, would you do this again next year? And I'm like, well, if it's just me and you, no. <laughs> if yeah. we actually tell people. If we people, actually tell people and they're going to go, then yeah. It could be. I would. It could be a lot of fun. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it kind of feels like a race to me that's put on by non-runners, if that makes sense. I mean, that's not necessarily a knock on it, but um, I feel like if they, like you said, assuming they want to put more of an effort into it, you can actually make this a pretty cool event. Mm-hmm. And you could easily get a lot more runners there. Um, because we were talking to a couple of people there, it's like this is kind of basically just advertised. We think, basically, to through the channels of the park, right? So like the official park, so Six Flags website, Six Flags social media. Maybe if you're a season pass holder, right. you get an email or something like that. But they didn't advertise it, as far as we could tell, to like the running community, right? So if you advertised it to the running community and made it, you know, do something along the mm-hmm. race course you know mm-hmm. kind of copy disney on some things yeah. and just do a little bit more you could actually i think you could easily grow the event to get like a thousand people out there no problem to be honest um you know as long as you keep giving away the free park admission um, right I think you could easily get a thousand people from the 200 that were there so um but yeah they might not be interested in that at all so i don't know yeah exactly i mean they may want to keep it at that size and that's totally fine i should email this phone number that i have and be like hey what are you doing next year <laughs> <laughs> yeah, should you know try to get more people yeah. out or something but um but yeah I, I mean it was kind of um got us to do something a little bit different mm-hmm. i guess go someplace we wouldn't have gone yep. and you know we don't do too many 5ks to begin with yeah. so um it was a chance to go run a short distance at least so all right anything else we're gonna say on that mm, i don't think so i guess yeah i guess that's it um i guess that's gonna be it for today right we got anything else to throw in there Nope. I think we covered nope. it all for this time. Okay. Yeah. So two mini race recaps in one episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. That's going to do it for this week. The website for the podcast is embracerunning.com. You could find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash embrace running. Send us any comments, questions, or feedback at feedback at embracerunning.com or leave us a voicemail at 925-400-7223. If you enjoy the show, give us a review on iTunes. So until next time, embrace running. <laughs>